Mm, ding, 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 ding. Welcome back to the Ginger. Are we going to high five over the guest? Oh, I'm sorry. Please be careful. It's sorry. tradition. Welcome back to the Ginger podcast. <laughs> With our first ever, is this, I actually didn't even check this. I think it's our first ever guest in our new house. I it think. is. Welcome, oh, Matt, yeah. Joe's, Yay! to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Sorry for high-fiving over you. Thanks uh, for it's having me. It's tradition. truly an honor and a, and a privilege. Oh, please. Well, it's not a full honor because you don't get headphones. You have yeah, to listen clearly. to us with um, your normal ears. Sorry. Because we, we haven't really set it up for three people yet, but we did our best. And, I'm the uh, guinea pig. That's fine. You can hear him. That's all that matters. They can? Well, we'll see we you later, so. I guess. <laughs> Welcome uh, back to the Gingerly Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Postmates. Yay. AKA sponsored by snacks and food and delicious things brought directly to you. Yay. For very, very little hassle. Postmates is the app that is delivery service for places that don't offer delivery. They're picking up the pieces where other businesses fall short and they bring you delicious things at all hours. So check them out. By downloading the Postmates app, you use code Jenna Julian for $100 off free delivery credits. Your first seven days on the app. Cannot promote that app enough. I love it. Well, okay. So I think we we, uh, we have a couple things we want to talk about, but I want to give a nice grand intro to someone who deserves it. Matt Joes is a friend of mine. He's been internet. Did you turn around? Yeah. That was good. Uh, we've been internet friends for a few years now. Yeah. You know, almost like coming two and up, a half. Yeah. Coming like, up two and a half. Close yeah, to three, yeah. maybe. Close, who knows? Maybe your anniversary is coming up. Hope you remembered. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> oh uh, my God. I found Intense. Matt's. I found Matt's work. Um, you had one of your time lapse reels go semi-viral. Went kind of ages ago, twenty thirteen. That one. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe. Ooh, well, no. I, fa- I found you like basically for me. I think it was like three years ago. Yeah. Um, it might have gone like you know how some things like blow up and then they sort of re-blow up again. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it might have been one of the the second cool. times. But you had a reel of yours um, kind of go big. Matt is a professional time lapse uh, photographer and hyperlapse photographer slash videographer. Mm. Uh, you do all kinds of cool work. But I found your reel and I immediately was like, okay, who the fuck is this guy? Subscribe. Yeah, because it was. Um, I saw a little bit of you too. Well, mm. I think what separated that reel was like it wasn't just. A compilation of cool shots with music and then it's over it was like it was that but then i got to see who the guy was behind the camera which was cool mm. uh so i immediately subscribed and i was like a, a lurker for a while then i commented and we connected and we've been kind of internet friends for a while now and you're visiting here in la specifically to be on the podcast no other reason at all this is a very expensive episode <laughs> for me <laughs> <laughs> now you're here for adobe max uh, amongst uh, other things and people you're meeting and trips yeah. um but you like to do this a lot on your videos where you point the camera at someone and say, describe yourself. Oh, no. So I'm going to do that to you now. Oh, no. If you could just give us a short little brief um, thing for people Matt, you to know. Got a, little, a little bite-sized Matt Joe's description. It's actually quite interesting. You're the first. I've been doing that exactly like for years, telling yeah. people, who are you and what do you do? And you're the first person. No one's me. ever done it back? What a moment. It's a lot of pressure. Right <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. I'm I mean, we're, again. we talk a lot. Yeah. And you did it to me the other day. And I was like... Damn, yeah. kind of put on the me spot, and now you've put me on the spot. Yeah. Cool, so um, uh, my name is Matthew van der Putte, is how you pronounce it, I know you're going to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, as Julian said, a time-lapse, hyperlapse photographer, videographer, and YouTuber from Belgium, Antwerp, represents, living in Sydney, Australia, um, and I, I love time-lapse travel and tutorials, is pretty much what I'm all about. I went to, f- 
This is weird, man. I don't, you, you, I don't know how to do that's this. That's good. I you went, don't have I to go to, crazy. I went to film school and I like time lapses and you I have a YouTube a channel about school? time. Yeah. How was it? Semi uh not disappointing, but should I go to film school? I'm like, probably not. It's really expensive. I, I guess here it is. Yeah. Um, and there's so much stuff online now. That's yeah. why I love the whole Did online. you have to watch like old movies? Yeah, that was cool. That's probably the highlight. Get Wait, like, like forcefully getting and was yeah, it really? Yeah. That was Did you have to watch Casablanca? I've never watched that one. So oh! Jenna hates it. So. I don't oh. hate it. I just got drunk one night and watched it and then did a <laughs> podcast about it. Oh. I didn't really like it. Uh, no, that was actually, that was one of the cooler things of being in film school. I went to film school too, but it wasn't like film school, film school. I was going for broadcast journalism. So I didn't get to do all the creative fun stuff, like make many movies and use the sets and all that. Mm. We just kind of were the talking heads, but uh, we did have like a lot of our assignments were watch old movies. Yeah. Well, I was a, I went as an editor, so I'm a trained video editor or film editor, documentary editor, really. Um, Whoa. So we were like the nerds because everyone else, it was audio, uh, imagery or editing and the two other courses were always on set and on location doing stuff and all we got to do on set was like where's the me where's the memory card can I have the footage please <laughs> and then we had to like go back and edit and yeah we were, we were not the cool people yeah mm. did you ha um like in film school did you before you picked like an emphasis mm. were you did you have to play all the roles at all it was or? like the first i think the first six months of the course is like a general like you get a little bit of this and a little bit of that and then yeah. you can like kind of taste it all and then they ask you to choose and to me editing i think you both would know it's just so much fun because you can you can like shift storylines and, and push people to I don't know no, see things differently yeah. I love editing, it's know. like puzzling you can make and you're the, you the puzzle master the puzzle master aka master, master. hi Sorry, I'm an editor uh, but puzzle you can just call master. me the puzzle master um, yeah we shot Matt and I shot the pad thai video together and it was well received because it was like a cool fusion of your shooting and my editing mm. which was cool and it was um, good pad thai as well yeah, tell, tell a little bit more about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it was spicy. You almost killed Matt. I did not almost kill him. You I just gave him the him. heat. I gave him the heat. I he felt that heat. Spicy. I'm still feeling it. It's like borderline <laughs> inedible. Hold on. You were a little sick before, and I cleared I was, your yeah. sinuses right up. I'll, yeah. You're welcome mm -hmm. for the food and the... Anyway. You're a healer, a puzzle master. <laughs> anyway, <What else? laughs> uh, we want to talk about scary things because we promised that the rest of the uh, October podcast would be Halloween or spooky-themed. Although we're not in costume this week. Sorry, my toothbrush Fuck. costume was a little big for a three-person setup. I know. I've tried it on. It's very comfortable. Yeah, it is. It is comfortable. It's not very portable either. It almost broke. Um, so what I thought would be fun um, would be to kind of we each have like a – well, actually, this was kind of Jenna and Matt's idea, but it would be like we each pick something that we're scared of and we talk about it. I'm sort of like scared a, already. Like a spooky therapy session. I'm scared. Wait a minute. Therapy scares me. <laughs> that's my that's my thing. You're scared of therapy? No, I'm just kidding. It was oh, a joke. Okay. Was I'm not scared okay. of therapy. Therapy's good. I'm terrified of therapy. You no, I'm better not be. I've done therapy. I'm not scared. <laughs> of therapy. Therapy's wonderful. Um, but Jenna has picked out some things. I have a couple things. And Matt has some stories mm. that we're going to go through and talk about what scares us. Hopefully to make it so we're not scared by them? Or is that not the goal? Absolutely not the goal. We're never, no, I'm just we're never scared. not going to be scared. What are you talking about? We're talking about scary things. <laughs> Sorry for trying you to think help. Of, if you think doing a podcast with some kind of catharsis is going to get me to not be scared of it, you're crazy. Okay, you sound really scared. I'm scared. Tell me why you're so scared. What's, well, we were talking earlier really about things. I'm scared of everything. I'm scared of heights, hotel rooms that are up high, needles. <laughs> Like anything. So I've, I've, I've yeah. witnessed you in person blockade the hotel balcony door. 
before we went to sleep. Because I'm scared I'm going to fall out of it. Spontaneous. In the bedroom, you're going to go through rooms and fall out of it? It's oh, an irrational fear. I'm aware oh. that it's irrational, like, but it doesn't take it away from me. Yeah, I'm scared of falling I've, out no, of it. No, I'm just trying to validate your claim here. I've seen you actually blockade a, a balcony, so that's a thing. I'm scared. Okay. So heights, check. Needles. Needles. Why are you scared of needles? I don't like when it goes in your arm or like in your hand, like an IV or like when you have to get blood drawn. I don't like it. What would you do if you had to like get needles in your arm all the time? Well, okay. So when I was in like third or fourth grade, we were watching a cartoon about drugs, you know, like don't do drugs. And they showed a, a scene of someone doing heroin <laughs> and like, you know, getting all bubbly and whatever. And I passed out. As a fourth grader, and I had to go to the principal, and they were like, "Are your parents feeding you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I just didn't like that video." <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, I, I have a problem with passing out sometimes. If something scares me, I'll pass out, which is why Fair I have enough. to look away during like very gory TV scenes or like any hospital show. I just can't watch really scary movies. Yeah, like some of the more gory stuff. Like, I mm. really just can't. It like it makes the backs of my legs go numb and then my arms kind of go numb and then I pass out. Wow. Yeah. That's a trip. I don't like it. Okay. Anyways, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. But I mean, I'm scared of plenty of things. Honestly. You're I, scared of everything. Yeah. It's like the older you get and the like Matt was just saying that he's scared of someone like when you're waiting for a subway or a train that someone's going to push you in front of it. But like I well, there goes my story. Yeah. Thanks, Jenna. Whoa! <laughs> I lived in like a city Got and took him. the train like all day, every day, and like never once thought of getting pushed until Matt said that, and now I'm scared of that. Sorry, so. my bad. Well, that impulse is the scary part of that story. Yeah. We'll get to that though. Mm. Wait, so go ahead. Oh, you want me to talk about what I'm releasing? Really yeah, I want to hear the 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 real boy right okay, here. I'm I'm I've always been scared of like demons. Like ghosts, I feel like I'm not terribly scared of because I feel like they're sort of people trapped in like an in-between place or like a You're not scared of apparition. ghosts at all? I mean, I'm scared of them, but I don't think that they're going to hurt me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A demon, though, terrified of demons. Absolutely terrified of demons. So, because they're nasty and like they're are just like they can do crazy shit and they make weird noises. So define a demon. pure evil. What? Like, just so we know, like, define the demon that you're talking about. Like, is it? Does it I, take the form I'm of? I'm getting oh, there. Sorry, I have fam. questions. I have questions. I'm scared of being possessed. I am deathly afraid of being possessed. Ever since I saw The Exorcism when I was like a little girl, because I saw it like way too young, and then I couldn't sleep for like a couple days, which is yeah. very traumatic when you're like eight, you know? Yeah. Because you need sleep because you've been running all day, being a child. But I'm oh, scared. I'm <laughs> scared of being possessed. So. I occasionally have looked up like people getting possessed because I feel like it ha happened in like the 60s, 70s and before that and like places that you're like, oh, that's that's some other place, whatever. But there's one in here that happened in 2008. Mm. 2008 people are still out here getting possessed by the devil. Wait, so that's the most demon. recent case? I don't know, but I wanted to read you some cases. Bang, 10 years ago. It's old news. Come on. You're fine. Mm. Where was it? California? Can I like, can I get there? Are you just going to like. <laughs> Sorry that I'm interested in your story. Okay. Well then let me tell you some stories because I'm going to read you right now. All right. 11 real life cases. 11. Oh, I'm down. Wait. So these are like fake though, right? They're all movies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, you're we easy to movies. mess with right now. Okay. You're, you're like vulnerable and scared. It's kind of fun. Get you a man that messes with you when you're vulnerable <laughs> and scared. All right. You, did you ever see the exorcism, the exorcism of Emily Rose? Yes. That movie? Yes. 
I watched that in college. It's really scary. So that movie was based on a person named Annalise Michael. And I have audio. It's on YouTube of of her speaking in voices and being possessed. She was 16 years old, struggling with epilepsy and mental illness, and was exposed to a brutal exorcism upon suicidal tendencies in 1973. Um, Her behaviors, like repelling religious artifacts, hearing mystical voices, and drinking her own urine will make you wonder if people are too oblivious to make take such accounts seriously. Julian, you're the person that's not taking it seriously. You're like, there's that girl <laughs> who's just drinking her own pee. She's 16, and I'm like, no, dude, that's not normal. She got a demon inside of her. Okay. All right? And what what is he doing? What is who doing? Hey, Kermit, why are you licking? He's licking the floor in the closet. Classic. That's disgusting. Dude, that's that's what I'm scared of. That that's, thing in the closet who's just walking around, go. licking the floor, and then he looks up All at right. you, and then his eyes just light up, and he's he's drooling because he's feral, <clears throat> Here we and he's foaming at the mouth. All right. Would you like to hear some yeah, stories sorry. of people being possessed? Because it's a real thing that happens, and I feel like it's going to happen to me, and I'm scared, and I don't want it to happen to me. I want to hear some stories, but then I have so many questions okay. for this. Fear. Clara Germana Sele. A student at St. Michael's Mission in South Africa, Sele, who confessed uh, to making a pact with Satan, which sometimes I feel like is the key. Like, these people are making <laughs> pacts with Satan. Step one. So, but some of them aren't. They didn't ask for it at all. That, like, one of them was like, he was just trying to make contact with his dead relative using a Ouija board. I... Is that a dog barking? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> or it's a, or it's a I demon. I got scared. Oh, okay. Some people I feel like are making packs with Satan and then it happens and other people are just doing stuff trying to talk to people. I wonder what makes a person want to do that. Probably a lot of things. Okay. Okay. Uh, She was reckoned as possessed in 1906 for showing unnatural impulses. She was reported to levitate up to five feet and make peculiar inhuman cacophonies. Her exorcism was witnessed by over... Five feet? Her exorcism was witnessed over 170 people where she knocked out Bibles, behaved wildly, and tried to strangle a priest with his own stole. The two days hysteria ended with her levitating before descending still. Okay, can like I she just... levitated up, and then she just fell still to the ground. What? I just got to jump in here. This no. Is, I, I need to jump in here. Right, what? Five feet? Yeah. What is the NBA doing? She can levitate <laughs> five feet? Julian, she would no. absolutely own everybody, dude. Julian. If she could control that, and not only would she just legitimately just do whatever she wanted against any NBA player she wanted. She can't play. She's possessed by the devil. Well, then the devil could play. What if the devil likes to bowl? Honestly, valid. The point. devil might like a lot of sports, but maybe just push the devil to want to play basketball. Because if they could levitate five to five feet to maybe even higher and make crazy noises, you're just winning every what game. What makes you think that that person's going to be a team player? They don't need a team. One v five them. They'll <laughs> destroy. Put them in the Olympics. The high jump. They're already ju- they're already above it. They're standing in the air. Okay, Julian. Where in the rule book does it say the devil can't compete? Wait, it might say that somewhere. <laughs> I don't know what rule, kind of rule book we're reading. Saying, if you're possessed, you can't. Yeah. Join well, you said 170 people witnessed it? Mm-hmm. Dude, millions of people could witness it if she was on TV dunking mm. on fools five feet in the air on her feet. Dunking on fools. <laughs> the end. So are you saying that you don't think that being possessed by a demon is a real thing? No, I'm just asking questions. Matt, do you think it's a real thing? I don't know. I, I 
I don't think so. I've, I'm, I'm like, af- if that's a thing, then surely like we would have seen much, much more. I, I, that's my thought too, but I'm also afraid to say no because then someone's going to get possessed yeah. right in front of me and scream I mean, me this for is life. it. This is the same. Like, of course not. Exactly. Cut. Cut. Next to, to, I, yeah. think, I think a thousand percent it's a thing because it's cross-cultural and it's been happening for centuries. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to hear. If not longer. I want to hear more stories from, from the. Okay. Number two, Julia. Hmm. <sighs> A case documented in 2008 by Dr. Richard E. Gallagher, a psychiatrist in New York, chronicles the story of his patient who he deemed to be possessed after seeing objects floating in the air, her clairvoyance about surrounding people, hateful rants, and periodic levitation. During her exorcisms, plural, the room apparently became excruciatingly hot while she vehemently repulsed holy water. Upon waking from these trances, she would have no memory of what went down. How do you explain that? Um, 2008. I find that to be annoying. I graduated because college. Because she just like wakes up. She's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Can't blame her. Responsibility. <laughs> That's like uh, a really convenient way. <laughs> That's a convenient way to get possessed. Do- like, ah, don't you just levitate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember anything. You're like, ah, sorry. Well, that's interesting because one of these involves a case where they're the first and only person to plead not guilty because of demonic No possession. shit. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's... Uh, number that's... three, George Lukens, an English tailor, George, in the late 1700s, indulged in erratic behavior wherein he sang and spoke in spooky voices in strange languages after claiming to be possessed. Doctors surrendered and he went on his own way only to get more hostile and animalistic in nature for years to come. The self-claimed devil's exorcism called for a gathering of seven priests, and the madness ended with him praising the Lord and accrediting the priests. Not that good. Okay. I will find you... Okay, this one. Roland. The inspiration for many fictitious adaptations like The Exorcist and Possessed. The story of this man is hauntingly tragic. The boy of 14 years old, okay... 14. You're telling me that he wants this? No. He wants to eat chicken nuggets and play basketball with his friends. He's 14 years old. Hopefully not with that possessed chick. He'll get owned. Sorry. <laughs> Who's, no, he would play against her yeah. because he's also possessed. <laughs> no, that's, Dude, a that's a 1v1 I'd watch. Okay. The boy of 14, whose actual, actual name was Roland Edwin Hunkler, had a tryst with demonic possession in an attempt to contact his dead aunt using an Ouija board. Sounds familiar. So he like you know, got mixed up with some bad spirits. With mysterious scratches on the skin, flying religious artifacts, guttural splutters, body contortion, and levitation. Guttural splutters? Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> That's uh, the name of my new podcast. Is this, is this a Dr. Seuss book? Guttural splutters. I don't splutters. know what that is, but I'm, I'm terrified it of it. I'm looking it up. Does that mean like throwing up, but like it spitting like up something like bile or something? I think guttural, it's like, like a really like raw sound. He was subjected to 30 exorcisms as a 14-year-old, Julian. There's no predictive text on this on Google. Where he even injured the priests. The final exorcism involved a feral anguish and sulfuric odor looming in the air. Bitch, this boy is 14 years old. You tell me he wanted that and that he's just trolling people. Do you reckon a lot of these are just like illnesses, be it physical, mental, with yeah, horrible treatments? Yeah, I feel like treatments? I feel like that's kind of the Maybe. easy explanation. All right, so I googled guttural sputtering, and it took me to a Google Plus page, and it just says, "Looks like you've reached the end." All right, cool. It's sputtering with it. Are arm. you ready for Arnie Cheyenne Johnson? Vacuum marked pump. in history for being the first person to plead innocent on account of demonic possession. Arnie's case is well known as the Demon Murder Trial. 
His trial involved uh, strange claims by people in his vicinity, such as the presence of an apparition with demonic eyes and beastly features. He was in for stabbing his landlord while growling infernally and got convicted, serving a sentence of five years for a typical 10 to 20 years crime. So they literally cut his sentence in half because he claimed they that they must he was have possessed. had really strong evidence that this man really out here being possessed by it. What year was that? Um, Marble, we're podcasting. Doesn't say. We can. Why don't you Google the demon murder trial? It's called the demon murder trial. When was yeah. it? Don't know. That was my question. Murder trial. Trial of Arne Cheyenne Johnson. Is that it? Yeah. Nineteen eighty-one. Nineteen eighty-one. It was a couple years before I was born. It's the 80s. Dude, them 80s be like. <laughs> well, All right. Anna Eklund, this grotesque story of this 14-year-old girl. Like, what? why? Why her? I don't know. That sounds awful. Born in 1882 is infamous as the Erling Possession, cursed by the witchcraft practiced by her father and aunt. Okay, witchcraft. All right. Anna became intolerant towards religious artifacts, was sexually vile, and couldn't set foot in a church. A successful attempt at an exorcism was made, but the demonic possession was back as her folks begged Satan for it. Admitted in a convent, she hissed, threw away a blessed, some blessed food, levitated, spoke foreign languages, and could cling into walls. She deformed in appearance and after 23 days and three exhaustive exorcisms she was cured of evil possessions but her parents were like asking for it why i don't know that seems just all around weird i feel like the whole levitation thing so like yeah she levitated and she did but like, what yeah like that's just like casually <laughs> written in there like <laughs> yeah like, but it's like guttural splutters why why all <laughs> exorcisms like it doesn't matter where it is in the world yeah. or when it is they all have these similarities of like speaking in tongues making all mm. the noises you know an aversion to religious artifacts and levitating so i i will say like from the exorcism related movies that i've watched like the exorcism of emily rose and like whatever else in the media that i've seen it's fucking terrifying like mm -hmm. on film it's scary it's like a perfect horror medium for for you know no pun intended for uh, entertainment but like i want to know what it would be like in person when that happened and how close to that it would actually be like do they actually like do they actually like bend in ways that humans shouldn't bend that's like, what these are saying i know but like these are written accounts like i'm not doubting them i'm just saying like i'm very curious as because i don't i don't fully like disbelieve this i just think that it's interesting to think about like in real yeah. life you know, because like, f for instance, like to kind of translate or, you know, back to ghost stories or whatever, like people I trust, you, Rome, people who swear on everything that they've seen or heard a ghost, like it's obviously very different from how it's portrayed in, say, a movie or something, but it's still very real and scary. So I would love to know like the real, I want to see some real footage of some demons and some possessions. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Well, we'll try and find you some, but I do have an audio. I want to hear audio. Okay. Um, the last one I'll say is Son of Sam, since you're scared of serial killers. Um, Son of Sam, the serial killer who made New York terror-stricken in 1976, went by Son of Sam and the 44 caliber killer. Reports confirm that six people died and seven got wounded in the summer of Sam. After he was taken into custody, he confessed all his crimes and asserted that a demon residing in his neighbor's dog ordered the killings. He was incarcerated with six life sentences. What happened in the dog? He admitted to being part of a satanic cult and perpetuating the murders as a ritual offering. Fuck. 
Okay, satanic cult. That's one thing that scares me. Like cult, a yeah. not just one person, a group of people. Cults are just scary in general. Cults in general. It doesn't have to be satanic. It can be something else. Mm. That's true. All right, yeah. you ready? Oh. You ready for some audio of the possession of the real Emily Rose? Oh my God, I'm so ready, dude. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read these subtitles for you so you can know what's going on. You're translating what they're saying? Yeah. All right, this is normal Annalise Michael, which okay. is her name. That's her normal speaking voice. Marvel, stop. Shh, shh. And then this is, hold on. Why is, is that Halo? Barking? Yeah, it's Halo. Marvel, stop. Here, she was uh, apparently possessed by six demons, and these are the different demons. Okay. One of which apparently is Hitler. Wow. So here's. That's a bad one. I didn't know he was considered a demon, but. He might now be. Here's. Oh, wow. And you heard her speaking voice. This is the voice coming out of her. This is Kane. Who's the like super common collected person? Probably talking? a priest doing the exorcism. Horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. I got nothing. Got a few goosebumps. That's I thought you that. said you wanted to see and hear it, Julian. Here you go. I'm <laughs> fucked up, dude. Nero. These are pictures of her, by the way. I don't I don't know what they're saying. Oh. And this is a young girl. Yeah. Like, Fleischen. she shouldn't be able to make that noise. Look at her face. What? what? Let me see that picture. Oh, my God. Okay, the music is a Judas. little unnecessary. <laughs> Like for all the, you know, it could be some type of mental illness going on or that kind of thing. Like, what is, what is this then? Dog Lucifer. Okay, what is that? Fucking hell, God. Like, what the hell? No pun intended. So anyways, that's what I'm scared of. What about oh y'all? Guys, I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> No, that's fucking terrifying, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, not. I'm. I'm not discounting your fear. Like that shit is horrifying. It yeah. is. Rational me is like maybe it's a vocal thing. Like it, but 
But like on uh, the other side, I'm like that. Mm, that's mm. pretty whack. <laughs> Putting yourself in a situation where that person actually saw that in person, like the priest or the parents or whatever. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. Everything you thought you knew about anything just out the window. And but you're even fucking even like the you know the smaller stories about people having demonic interactions, they're different than a ghost or like different than some sort of other being. You know what I mean? Because they're re- they're pure evil. Like there's evil going on, you know, like and it, that's and it, evil. And in, and the person just becomes the vessel. They're not right. their person anymore. Exactly. It's like their personality and brain vacates. Everything, yeah, completely. That's fucking ter- but terrifying. But like what always scared me about possessions was that like, yeah, obviously some of these people are involved in some, they're trying to contact Satan or like things like that. Yeah. But then there's these young teenagers like using Ouija boards or just like becoming a vessel for a demon. Like just because they've opened a portal or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's Have you ever actually played a Ouija, Ouija board? Yes. When? And we used to play um, Psychic Circle with my friends, too, where you literally, like, light candles. and. Did the Ouija thing move? Yeah, what was the Ouija board Not really. Like? I mean, I could never tell. Like, I was younger, so I would always mm. play with, like, my friends, and I couldn't really tell if they were being shits or not. But I've I never love, had bad experiences. I would love to hear, like, a true, really You can crazy... read them online. Do you remember Zozo? Oh, Zozo's crazy. Zo- do you know What's about that? Zozo? We talked about Zozo so on the podcast, was, right? It was like, it's a phenomenon that happens with Ouija boards where it spells Z-O-Z-O-Z-O and goes back and forth, back and forth. So people no were like, oh, it's the famous Ouija demon Zozo. But really, like, so I forget who theorized it, but that it's like a spirit or a demon playing a trick on you. It's not their name, but, but the repetition of it going back and forth and back and forth is what is actually opening, like, the portal oh. for them to be able to come. I love that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Reminds me, it, you know, when you hear something and it triggers a memory from yeah. like 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. I read this book about like kids playing with Ouija boards and like, oh, we're going to summon this demon. And then shit goes down. Yeah. And it, and it like, it stuck with me because I was so young yeah, when I read it. Sure. And it was like, oh, this crazy stuff happening and kids mm-hmm. dying. And I was like, this, I didn't sign up for this, but it was, it was too captivated yes. to stop reading. That's me yeah. in a nutshell. Mm. Too captivated yeah. to stop listening to that video when I could. No, I mean the ca- when you start watching, you're like, oh, I gotta keep, I gotta keep learning. I gotta keep doing this. No, you said I was afraid of serial killers. I'm not afraid of serial killers any more than anyone else is afraid of serial killers. But there was this one night that, like, re- like I'm reminded of sometimes when I'm like home alone because I was home alone one night. You were gone. I forget for what. Um, and I was just like watching TV, and it was like dead quiet. And then all of a sudden, just like at the door. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> And that's what happened, except they weren't, they weren't freaking out. It was just like, I heard it. So I like oh, go, the dogs. the dogs didn't freak oh. out. Hey, guys. hey, guys, stop, stop. So, so I heard that. You guys are messing up my bit here. You're messing up my bit. So I heard that. And that's funny. And so I, I'm like alone, right? So I'm like, what the, f-? like who, and it's late. So I go to the door. And it's my Postmate. I forgot I ordered Postmates. Oh. Um, you guys can order Wait, Postmates right Julian, now, too. Julian, are you serious? By going to the Postmates app wow. and entering code JennaJulian for upset $100 everybody. off free delivery no. credit for your first week. It is a wonderful app. You can get delivery from all sorts of different refer- restaurants that might be actually too busy to go to. Or if you're I'm a secluded you introvert like me and you don't like going places, you can just order Postmates and be in your pajamas all day. Marble, the bit's over, dude. It's over. You can stop. Um, anyway, Postmates is wonderful. Guys, uh, if you need some groceries or you need something from a store or if you just want one Gatorade, you can get a Postmate to do it for you because they're standing by ready to help you at your every need in the delivery world. Um, Postmates is something that we use all the time, whether we go shopping and forget one thing or it's Sunday and it's time to eat cheaty food and we want pizzas and 
pad thai. That's I someone else cooks. Oh, you know, you can't always cook. You can always cook pad thai. Yeah, but Sometimes. who wants to do that? Guys, anything you want. Pizza, Indian food, a salad, breadsticks. You don't want to get on the phone and, and, hello, can you hear me? And it's loud on the other end. And you're just like, <laughs> I want to be on my phone. I'm on my phone anyway. Let me just order some food real quick. Just download the Postmates app, enter your location, and you can see what's in your area on Postmates. It'll blow your mind. It's great. If you have not tried it, check it out. Download Postmates uh, and use code Jenna Julian, okay? Because you get $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Get the food you love fast lot. at Postmates. Thank you, Postmates. Thank you, Postmates. For sponsoring this episode. I'm mad at you for that, by the way. I thought okay. that was very exciting. It would have been better if they didn't, <laughs> well if they didn't freak out. But I um, guess that was part of it. But again, a trigger for me... That mm-hmm. reminded me, I was in Melbourne last year, a big city in um, Australia. Also Postmates, like Postmate. Yeah, mate. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. It probably vibes with Australians. You don't have Postmates out there. No. That's what I'm, like, I'm so sad about it. Because I, I would use it all the time. Because yeah. there's always something like, oh, I, I can't be, Yeah. you know, I don't want to. And I've heard so horror like. stories, not literal horror stories, but like really miserable experience from other delivery services. Yeah. So oh. it sucks. Really bad. Anyways, the knock on the door thing. I was in Melbourne for like, a, like maybe it was VidCon or something or like a road trip with my brother. And he was out on a date, I think, and I was just in our um, in our apartment that we were renting, on the couch, few beers in, just like scrolling Twitter, or whatever. And all of a sudden, the door opens. <gasps> opens? So it meant like I'm on the couch, and at my feet to the left is the door, and it swings open, like so the hinges are at my feet, and then the door opens, so I can't see who's coming in. So I'm like, oh, Timo, and the door it, it stops opening. And I was like, Timo, Timothy. And the door closes. And that's when I'm like, what the? F- I'm getting goosebumps now thinking back about it because this is like some real <laughs> shit. I'm not joking. And I was like on my phone, like, Timo, what are you like, where are you? And he's like, oh, we're at this restaurant. He replied after like 15 minutes, but I was freaking the fuck and out. And you were. I was like, I literally, I pretty much froze. And I was like, I don't know what to do in this situation yeah, because yeah. this is something like, oh, you know, you think of like someone's going to walk in randomly in your apartment, but someone actually did. And I'm, I did not imagine this because I, I got up and I was like, I think you put the door like against the thing. So I, I closed the door, like turned the lock, which I should have done before that, obviously. Yeah. The door was just open. But it was in like an apartment block. Like you needed a, a, a key to, to get, get into, into the, block. the main yeah. thing. Yeah. And I was like, my heart rate was like through the roof. And I was again, like a few beers in. I was like, wait, what? Like, am I imagining this? What's going on? And I'm, I remember just standing there holding that doorknob, not knowing what to do. Because you like I, the the feeling of freezing, yeah. I can I can relate yeah. to. Because that's that's a thing when you you can't really believe what's going on. Hmm. It's like you're just trying to comprehend it's it. So it's absurd. So don't know how did to a react. person walk in or was it? Yeah, just shut? someone or something. Someone opened the door and then shut it. Well, once you said, and then once I was like, "Hello," like it wasn't the style of door opening where you walk into the wrong apartment because I've done that. I've like right, yeah, went into yeah. the wrong room or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't that. It was something else. It was someone You could tell by the cadence assessing, of the door Yeah. Open. It was yeah. like oh. too slow. It was too slow. And I remember because I like I'm on my phone and in the behind in my the phone periphery, screen, yeah. I can see the door opening. And I'm like Oh my God. Timo. And then that's kind of when it stopped. And I was like, what what the hell do you do? How old are you? This is a year and a half ago. That is I'm 20 horrifying. I'm 29. I was That's, 28 and you, I was You were like this was. close to like a home invasion. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah. And so like, if that was if that was the, like a, maybe a bad area or yeah. a, a, the wrong person with something, yeah. that would have been a really bad situation. Yeah. That's what um, the reality of it was so bad to me. 
That's terrifying. I've had that happen two times where someone just walks into my house. One was at our old house. Do you remember when that guy was looking for like that group home and he just walked in the front door so, and I was laying on the beanbag chair and I was like, hello? So <laughs> I'm, your mom was visiting too. So yeah, my mom was, I was in the house. I was in the front hall and I, I'm seeing this guy drive around. He's this very old guy just driving around his car. He gets out of his car, comes up to our door, which you could easily do to our last house. I open the door and I'm, he has sunglasses on and he looks very like out of it, just disoriented. And he's like, um, I'm looking for the, the home, like the, he didn't say it like that. It wasn't like, oh. like I'm looking for the home. No, it's like, <laughs> it's like a group it was like a, a retirement or some, some sort of assistant living oh, okay. or something. Uh, and he was like, is this it? And I'm like, Nope, no, it's not. Um, this is our house. And he was like, and he, he just steps up into the house and he's like, uh, are you sure? I think this is, and I'm like, Oh my God. And I like guide him outside. Yeah. I'm like, dude, no, 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 you gotta leave. And I was I was pissed because I I let him step into the house and I was like fuck that's stupid mm. he shouldn't have been able yeah because to... you're like it's so absurd that it happens and you're totally not prepared for it yeah of it. yeah so you're just kind of like huh yeah and then you snap out of it yeah and you're like I gotta and yeah that it's happened scary, to me man. when I lived in in Boston I was home alone because I was like 19 years old and all my friends were out and I thought that they were coming home because so my one friend was in a band so I was like waiting for their shows to be over and stuff like that so I'm sitting in the apartment alone and then my front door opens and just a drunk guy stumbles in <laughs> I like want to hanging out with him for a while like trying to figure out where he came from but yeah they were like oh my god you should have called the cops I was like no he was fine he was just like wasted and couldn't figure out where to go that was he kept calling me easy street and he was like, nah, I know you, Easy Street. And I was like, do you need help? You hung then, out with him? Well, I took him outside. That's what's scary about this story. <laughs> no, 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 I took him, I took him you're, outside. You're I took him outside to the car, and I was like, let me help you get a cab. Like, where did you come from? Like, do you have your phone? Like, is there someone I can call for you? And he, like, wasn't giving me straight answers. So he leans over the front of a car like this with his hand and just sneezes into his own face. <laughs> yeah, he, like, smack like that, his face that, on the car. <laughs> that moment of like the door opening mm. and you're just like, oh my God, someone's walking in here and it's yeah. not someone that I know. But like God. the fact that you never saw a person and it. Yeah. Because there's a, that, like, there's no closure mm -mm. to this story. Yeah, you that's the worst. That's that the worst part. Or that who that was so or what the intention was. Because in, in the crazy event, the crazy unlikely event where you're actually prepared, you have a bat in your hands or whatever, right? Like yeah. you're just prepared we for. Do, a, we don't do that in Australia. Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm saying <laughs> is like you're in this state of mind ready for something like that, yeah. which is not realistic at all. Yeah, but, but I was the, vegging on the couch. In the, situ <laughs> in the situation where you're not vegging on the couch. <laughs> And you go after him and you're like, who were, you know, at least you see his face or you see the guy yeah. or something, but you're not in, in no sane person is going to go after a guy who just broke into a, your, your state. Yeah. Well, who's like that on a Friday night pumped to get it, get into a, you know, whoever is, they're not, whoever is, they're not <laughs> just in their apartment. They're out doing it. Yeah. They're like on, on Twitter with a bat in the other hand waiting for the door to open. <laughs> they're, yep. They're, <laughs> Tweeting one Here hand go, with the bat in the other hand. Ready to go. Here we go, boys. And so, um, more details. Did you hear footsteps? Okay, so that was happening. I was thoroughly freaked out, obviously. Yeah. Close the door, the lock's on, texting my brother, texting him, texting him, texting him. <laughs> no reply because he's on a date. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like I, you know, I peek my head out. I'm like listening at the door, like yeah. against the door, can't hear anything. And then after a few minutes, I'm like, I wasn't gonna call the cops. I don't know why. I was just freaked out. Anyway, I I open the door and I can't hear anything. 
and I look and I'm like, I kind of like take two steps into the hallway and I look at the staircase and it's dark. It's not like, you know, <laughs> nope. So yeah, yeah, back into the apartment. Yeah. Lock the door. Try to calm down, have another beer, whatever. And then I think 20 minutes later or 10 or 20 minutes later, I like either the floor above or the floor below or whatever. I hear someone with some form of tool, I think, trying to get into an apartment. <gasps> so I'm like... Is, was Fuck. this a was this a burglary that was like literally I'm gonna try and break in here and like oh fuck there's someone here close the door be but quiet, he had tools be, with him be quiet for yeah, me and then yeah. I heard like oh, I don't want to do yeah, the dog thing yeah. but I could hear these things I'm like this sounds like a like someone trying to pick a lock or like something. you just heard it's, some sort of it weird. didn't make sense but in that state of mind I was maybe like imagining things maybe it was just someone I don't know like whipping up a dessert and it sounded like that. But it could have know. been you being paranoid. It also could have been a, a guy walking around the apartment building seeing which you trying to get, get into. Yeah. So did you call the cops then? No. Huh. I don't, I I'm was, not, I'm no judgment, dude. I, I hear you. Like, that shit is terrifying. It's like paralyzing. But also, like, I'm thinking about this now, but then I was just so confused and I, and I didn't. Also, and I was it also wasn't it, your door. A, you had locked yeah. your door, so you were chilling. Sorry, my watch, watch is talking. Is, talking. is this scary? Whoa, <laughs> it's the future. Um, yeah, I don't really remember why I didn't call the cops. I was just like the, so confused and like the whole freezing thing and yeah. yeah. And then Timo got back to me. He's like, oh, I'm on my way back. I was like, okay, sweet, chill. And so what did you... I, th- I guess I, I, was, I was refusing to believe that, it, that that was actually what was happening. Another question. Time. Were there security cameras in the hallways? No, it was like a pretty, like not old, old, but no security cameras. Yeah. And then what did your what did your boy have to say when he got home? He's did, like, "Got you." I was like, "Come on." <laughs> no, he had was there been just like, like previous wait, incidents what? like at that apartment or no? Um, no, we were renting it, so he wasn't uh, like from. Yeah, wow. we were on a road trip, and we just had like an Airbnb there. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that in in a while. I must have suppressed it, and you you the both knock. brought it out. Was it the knock that got it out? It Probably, was the yeah. knock. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, Postman. I'm scared <laughs> as hell, bitch. Yeah. Well, that's creepy as hell. I mean, that's like that's like actual real life creepy shit that actually happens. Like people getting burglarized. Like fuck that. We read these horror stories on, like the app of the people in our neighborhood who have these like break ins and people mm. just like going up to the cameras and being creepy. It's like, what do you mean you read like that happens a lot? It's here? an app. Called yeah, it's an app. Next door. It's like ring. next door, oh, but then ring. There's, there's ring, but. Can I actually, because that, I didn't want to tweet it because I didn't want to be insensitive. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is Because, good. you know, there are people, a lot of homeless people in Los Angeles that, like, I'm not trying to judge anybody, but this was actually really funny, the way that they wrote it on the app. So there's a picture of a jacuzzi in a pool and a guy just, like, on someone's, like, property. And he was just sitting there with his hat, and this person wrote... He jumped the fence and put soap in our jacuzzi and took a bath and still refused to leave after homeowners videotaped him repeatedly, told him to get off our private property. He claims he co-owns our property. Unbelievable, the audacity. He's just sitting by the pool after he threw some soap in it and took a bath. Vibes, dude. That's pretty wild. No, it's all right, guys. I co-own this property. Yeah, Um, that should happen. Maybe he does. Yeah, you don't know the other side of the story. Do you know who co-owns this property? If no any? one co-owns it. <laughs> it's we, like you we walk, you walk, you walk outside do. and there's just a guy throwing chucking soap in the in the hot tub and he's like, no, it's fine. I co-own this place. Like, it's no, mine. You don't. Oh, creepy. Wow. All right. So you have some things that you wanted to I'm excited. talk about. Scary Belgian stories. There are a few things. I'm Ooh. trying to bring I'm them excited. up. I'm um, excited. You mentioned needles. Mm-hmm. 
There's this. So literally, what I did when you're like, "Oh, do you want to be on the podcast? We're going to talk about scary stuff." I was like, uh, "Yeah, cool. Uh, scary Belgian stories is what I googled." <laughs> <laughs> How can I be a good guest? Yeah, let me bring some value to the table. <laughs> um, the pinprick attack, which is, um, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, it's apparently an '80s thing. Yep. Yes, yeah. and I think it's like a bit of you yeah. know an urban legend that's done the rounds in big cities. But right. it was these stories, and they would scare teenagers. You go to the movies, and you got to check your seat before you sit down because someone would hide um, AIDS or HIV infected needles yeah. with a message on it, like "Enjoy the AIDS." I so heard like, that you that sit down in and theme then parks. Like, oh, what? And then you and then you know oh, how yeah. bad is that for your mental health when something like that? Happens I heard I heard that was a thing in theme parks and like yeah. um, like dark like at night when there would be like scary theme yeah. like you know people would go around and stab you with. So you reckon AIDS. that's like? Do you reckon that like happened once and then it just like spread? It's it no sounds idea. definitely way more like an urban legend than actually like yeah. it might have happened. But if that happened once, it's too many times. I know, right? That's just so horrifying. Yeah, here's a bad one. I guess maybe this is just like a bunch of urban legends. I don't know. Well, that's fine. Um, a classic that nearly every Belgian has heard, except for this one, because I've never heard of it, and I'm glad. Um, kids get a, like young kids, get a, a dog, little doggy, little puppy, and the parents leave the house, and they're like, don't go outside because it's muddy, and they, you know, the parents leave for a bit, they come back, mm-hmm. and the kids... Um, Played with the dog, every, you know, everyone gets wet. And they're like, oh, we're going to dry the dog up in the microwave. <gasps> no. Yeah. What the fuck? That's not a thing. Yeah. Oh, God. That's and also the oven so broke. Fucked. Fucking hell. That and has to be fake. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. It's, but it's a weird mix because there's some of these stories that I have heard, like this one. Jenna didn't like that one. The smiley face. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm good? What's right. the smiley face? Yeah. The smiley face. It's an urban legend, babe. Um... It's a European story of the so-called smiley gang or smiley face. And I, I heard this when I was a teenager growing yeah. up. I'd heard about this. And I was like, wait, what? So you'd, you know, you'd get harassed by some dude late at night, you know, you're a, a young woman, and he'd be like, you can, um, you can choose. Like, we either you know, do horrible things to you or you can smile forever. And obviously, like, I'm going to smile forever. And then they would cut, like, your, your, your mouth open. Mm. And like then the put, Joker bit. Yeah, something like that. And they would put like some, I think it was like some form of acid or like. Oh my God. Um, like lemon juice so that the scars would like be fucked. And yeah. This is fucked. Oh my God. This is all so fucked. These, yeah, I know, right? These are getting. Anyways, these are like, you know, pretty bad urban legends. Yeah, There's yeah. another one which isn't as bad. It, this is more like the, the supernatural thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a forest. I got it here on another tab. Hold on. Uh, all right, I'm ready for a forest story. Four stories not gonna be better, babe. This is a spooky spot in Belgium. Hello, and it's a forest near Brussels where I went to school called D E O G E N. I don't know how you say it in English. Diogen or something like that. Something like that. Um, and there's this fog there, and it's about the fog. And people have described this fog being white, grey, orange, green. Um, the organ in Dutch is the organ, which is the eyes. And mm. all these tales are different, but what they all described, what every time it comes back in these stories about this weird fog in this one specific forest, is that they would hear kids laughing and they would see like mini, like little figures through the fog. Fuck. Yeah. And then the fog, you'd like be at your car and then they would see like handprints, bloody handprints <gasps> on your car. Fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So that like the, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe the, you know, atmospheric, whatever, there's fog there. Um, 
but the so many different stories coming back about these little figures that you see in these little footprints wow, and handprints. Wow, dude. That's Christ. No, thank you. Oh, do you want to go to this forest? Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. That's horrifying. Thanks. Hearing kids <laughs> Thanks. laughing in any setting mm. where th- other than when there are actually kids laughing is scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. Yeah. Shouldn't happen. Dude. Um so I found something. Um, it, I was scrolling through. Okay, so I was like looking. I was literally looking for like scary shit, right? I was trying to find like. Yeah, because I was like, Julian, what scares you? And I couldn't really oh. think of, you know. But I found this thing where this woman. I'm going to try to find that. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, this woman. Oh God! Okay. Oh, I saw a glimpse. You of saw that. a glimpse of it. Hold on. I want. Okay. I so basically, I want to see the whole thing. Okay. I saw it You're gonna have like to put a link I'll, I'll, in the I'll, No, no, no. We're gonna put it on screen, so you're gonna see it. Oh, um, tight. Sick. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm just trying to find. Uh, here it is. One sec. Um, so it's basically this woman who made these dolls. Um, gonna pass on this one. Okay. It's called. <laughs> it's called RebornBaby.com. Not a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> it's a website of an artist who displays and sells her handcrafted baby dolls called Reborn Babies. Okay. And it's, um, oh God. Okay. So hold on. Nope. Okay. I'm going to just <laughs> scr- I still haven't the seen last it. three. Here, just look through the last three. The eyes, the fucking eyes. It's too real. What's wrong with that? This is no, scary. No, I don't like it because it's it's what's that thing where what the, the fuck? where robots are like close s- to human, but you can send something's off. Yeah, this looks very real, but something's off, and you know that something. Jenna, don't say that's not scary because that thing's gonna. Yeah, appear I mean in it's scary, house. but like, um, I think that audio of someone being possessed by a demon. Okay, is are like, we having a contest here? Are we no, a I'm podcast? just saying. Like, I think that <laughs> that this being scary is subjective because I'm not super scared by that. Let me see it. I don't think yeah, I don't but it's find a that doll. Super scary. Okay, yeah, dolls well, are a little creepy. This in general. For some reason, it's like the skin tone. It's the eyes. Like, look at the skin tone. You know what I mean? Like it they replicated. Yeah, yeah, it's really translucent. Yeah, it's translucent. It, it, it reminds me of that episode of Black Mirror when. Um, spoiler she gets alert! A boyfriend. You, yeah, she gets a boyfriend, but no, 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 she no. It's like her boyfriend who dies, and right. she gets she a remade gets version a of boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> yes. The scary thing about this is the name of the website. Baby, baby reborn. Re- reborn, reborn babies. babies. Yeah. Can you put your baby reborn into a baby? <laughs> like it's my like thing, <laughs> my thing isn't so much as like looking at a picture of this is like yeah sure it's scary but like this is a real person who makes these real creepy ass motherfucking dolls mm-hmm. that look exactly like babies. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does this person do on their free time besides make baby dolls? She an artist. Hey, she welcome to the podcast. A, what do you she do? She probably a mother. She probably loved her babies. Why so are misses, you so... She misses having little babies, so she made some babies. Why are you so confident and trusting of this person who makes I feel fake like baby dolls? She made a beautiful artistic doll. I'm not scared by it. I think she's probably a lovely lady. Hmm. Wow. I'm not scared. Okay. Very I don't want one. But I'm, no, I'm getting you one. I'm going to read more <laughs> baby off. right now. The biggest one, it's huge. It's oh this my massive God. baby doll. <laughs> That's scary. A giant lifelike baby is scary. Mm. That's scary. Um, another one I found was, so it's kind of like one of those things that you have to experience in the right order to understand why it's creepy. But basically, it's called Ederim, um, Dark Side of YouTube. Um, and basically, it's this guy who, he's this older dude, right? And he 
checks all the boxes of like an old guy on YouTube. It's like kind of being funny and it's like stupid and out of touch, but it's like trying to, you know, like an old person making videos, mm-hmm. they're like trying to be relatable, but it's like an old person making videos. Mm-hmm. And so it's me. charming mm-hmm. in, in that okay. sense. Don't say me. Yep. You're not going to want to say me. Um, it's, okay. it's charming in that sense. Right. But then basically like his background, you look him up and he's got this horrible registered sexual sex offender Oh, back, that's terrible. Background. And so then all of his videos like take on a whole different meaning. Oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. Imagine being like a fan. Yeah, like exactly. Like, oh, mate, been following you for years. So good. Love your stuff. Yeah. And then you, you found out that you've been supporting. But that, that was so literally terrible. the experience of some people. They were like, oh, this guy made a reaction video. He made a lip sync. And then you look back and you're like, oh, God. And he like the songs he ch- chose. Like, uh, you yeah. bet he's on TikTok. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's Did he go to jail? Well, he, he, I think at one point he was, he was convicted. Yeah. So he was convicted in 1987 and oh, God, he's got, it's creepy. It's creepy. Speaking of people that but it's, aren't in it's jail, creepy. What? You mentioned that doco you saw. Oh yeah. That uh, don't seriously. I'm, Cause I know you guys are going to try and go look it up. What? Don't watch it. It is so disturbing. They're going to. It's. I forget his name, but he's a cannibal and he's Chinese, I want to say, but I'll, I'll look it up, but it's on fucking YouTube and he's, he's freed and it's like a documentary yeah. about him talking about killing and cutting up and eating women and like how he felt and what he thinks about. It's so deeply disturbing. You watched that? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't when? know. When? A long time ago. Oh my God. Hold on. Um, but he's, he's not, yeah, the, the cannibal. Everything about it's just wrong. The fact that someone did that and is now not in jail. Is say Sagawa, is that his name? Uh, I don't know his name. Fucking hell. Sorry. Yeah. It's terrible. Is say Sagawa is his name. Sorry, he's Japanese. Yeah. Like the serial killer thing. The people who like the cannibalists, the serial killers, the people who don't literally are not capable of feeling remorse. So disturbing. It's disturbing because it's like a different species. It's not a human, right? Mm. It's like the, the things that they're doing and they're capable of and they're proud of and they this guy's fucking free in the world talking about. That's scary because it's like it's you're no longer up against another person, right? Like that's a different thing. That's a thing. That's so disturbing. That's pretty fucked up. Mm. That was really fucked. Do you have any like ghost stories? Have you ever had any like interactions aside from a door opening that you can't explain? That door opening was a person. It's scary though. Maybe not. That's true. Um, have you ever been to yeah, any like haunted like, places? It's not really that scary, but it stands out because I was young and when you're young, whatever happens, it's the first time that it happens. So it's got mm-hmm. like more weight to it. I was biking, I was on my bike, uh, my bicycle on the way to school and, ooh, there's another one I just remembered. Another one that good, like, good, good. Back in. I'm scared. Um, <laughs> looking to my right I, I grew up in a really for, like a, a forest pretty much like yeah. the whole, there's huge trees everywhere fun um, and on the street walkers. and I'm looking in, in <laughs> great God. Um, and I see this vision of a guy walking with a dog but it looked a bit off and I was like mm, the, like it's a, you shouldn't be there there's no walkways there's no paths or trails yeah. or anything um, and I was by myself and I look and I was like oh that's strange for like probably a frac- like a flash like a fraction of a second and I come to a T in a you know a T in the, the street ends and I can go left or right. And usually I go right. 
or left. It's like there was always a dispute between our friends which way was fastest to go to school because it's like the, the next block was where the school mm. was. And I went left where usually I go right. I don't know why. And as I go left, I look right and there's a guy walking his dog in that bit. Like exactly like the... Wait, the, like, the, the, like a repeated vision of it? Like you saw yeah. the same thing? But I, I remember seeing... But you passed him. No, no, no. So he was in the right on the right path, like and you on went the street, left and, you saw and him, I went yeah. left, and I was like, "Oh, that, that, something just felt weird about it." The, so something felt weird the first time you saw it. Well, I saw. I didn't see him because there was no one in the forest, but I thought I saw a man with a dog walking in the forest to uh, my right, and then like thirty meters later, there's that crossing where I chose to go left instead of right, and there was a gl- gone right. There was, there was a actually in, a dude with a dog. It was a glitch in the Could simulation. Been, yeah, exactly. Could have been nothing. Damn. Could have yeah. been, to me at the time, it was so strange. Yeah. And I was like thinking about it all day long. I was like, what, what, what was that? What, it, what happened? Like, why? Is it literally just like I was thinking and like imagining someone and then it's like a numbers game. Like every now and then something happens that's just weird, but it's just a coincidence. What the fuck? And then another moment that stuck with me forever was I, w- I was at my grandparents. They were on holiday um, in Ostankirke, uh, which is near Dunkirk, okay. the, where the film was and the war. Um, and I experienced a, a lapse in time. <laughs> That's weird, eh? A lapse in time. <laughs> Full circle. A gap, a gap in time because I was sitting on the couch and I stand up and I blink and I'm in the other corner of the room. What? what Wait, are you hell? serious? Yeah. How old are you? I haven't thought of it. Oh, I was really young, like a okay. couple years old. You blink and you're no longer standing where you like, are. Like in hindsight, probably stood up too fast, head spin. Kind of like brain, like freaking out, whatever. But, but at the time, I was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> so you were freaked out when it happened. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And it was again because I was so, you know, as a child, you're so impressionable, and everything that happens is is new. And I'd never had that happen before. And I was like, for years, and even now, thinking back at it, I was like, "What? What was that? Was that, that just like head spins?" I think maybe you're looking back and trying to explain it, but you teleported. <laughs> Well, no, I feel like these, these are both things that can like relate to like a you know like the, the jumping timelines. You know what I mean? Time being like yeah, that's the thing that I thought of. Like, oh, Whoa. is this like a crossover? Like yeah, like an so alternate. You have two experiences now where you could be in alternate. That's what I'm saying. Like both of them special? relate to yeah, that. Yeah, you're a special time walker, basically. Well, you're in the right profession because you're a time. Walker. Maybe I, that's for all, all I do, I warp time. That's my job. How crazy! <gasps> that is crazy. Oh Maybe my god, from all the time, live on the- from oh all god. the time that you've warped on your camera, <gasps> you, you have to deal with it in your real life. You you get get like paid back that time, but it like comes in chunks. Ooh, that's like that. cool. That's a story right there. That's that a screenplay. We gotta start writing a script. Let's write it, dude. That's All right. Well, we gotta go write a script. So see ya later. Wow. Um, no, Ooh. dude. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks that for talking about scary and stuff with us. And scary. Such a fun time. Um, for those who I encourage everybody to just give him uh, uh, a like and check out his stuff. Uh, it's really really impressive. If you like time lapses, uh, he is one of no my joke. biggest inspirations when it comes to time lapsing. Uh, and getting to film together again this week. I know I told you off camera, like it's been a huge fire lit, you That's know, great. relit under yeah. my ass. And I'm like very excited to start filming again. Uh, so yeah, we'll link his stuff below. Check him out. He's Matt Joe's on all the, all the things, but thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah. It was so thanks for nice having me. So much fun. Yeah, yeah. We captured you from Australia and you made it on the podcast. Woo. It's amazing. It's called a very rare Pokemon. A very, very <laughs> rare Pokemon. The rarest. Um, We'll be back next week with another podcast, probably with one less person, but we'll see. Um, and it will be scary. We promise that the last episode in October <laughs> will also be scary. Uh, but you guys have a wonderful and spooky week. We'll see you next time.